Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. And then I intentionally set the 23rd to January 3rd to be absolutely no work. No talking about work. No thinking about work. No writing to-do lists. No email. And it was so rejuvenating. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I wanna share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. It's a new year, and Audrey and I are talking about how we handle the new year, both personally and in our businesses, what we do leading up to the new year to have momentum and clarity, some things that we avoid, some things we like to do. I don't know. We just kind of have a nice chat about all of it. So if you'd like some tips and some insight into how we welcome in a new year in our businesses, this is an episode that you want to listen to. Also, if you would like to send us a question for an upcoming phototherapy episode, send it to helpdesk at photobusinesshelp.com and we will try and get to it as soon as possible. That's helpdesk at photobusinesshelp.com. And one final note as we head into this new year, if you are enjoying this podcast, if you've been listening for a long time, if you're new but you love it, We would really appreciate if you could share it with just one other person in your life. So whether you text the link to someone else or you post it in your feed somewhere, we grow because of people like you. So if you're able to do that, we really, really appreciate it. Before we dive in, here are a few words from the folks that support the show. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one, mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. Quotes, contracts, and invoices, click, click, paid. So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from day-stealing to-dos, it's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. And we're live. 
or not live. We're just recording. Is this where I sing happy birthday to you? <laughs> you had a little birthday. How did I it go? Had a birthday for Christmas. The day after Christmas. It's the same day every year. On this day. <laughs> it's usually how it works. So I turned 41. It's a good number. And I am so far wildly excited about the 40s. Everyone in my life, including my parents growing up, were like, your 30s are so awesome. And I had a wonderful decade in many ways, but I also lost a baby and got divorced and was just starting my business. And like, there was a lot of stuff that was like unstable and figuring it out. And, you know, there was just a lot of stuff that I felt like I am glad to be through. And so this year, my birthday was, I just really welcomed it. I was very excited about it. It's fun to look back and be like, oh, I've, I've developed a number of skill sets. I've developed an understanding of who I am. I've developed better friendships. I'm just like really looking forward to the next 10 years because I'm in such a much better place because of all the crap that has happened the last 20 years and all the good stuff, you know, all of it. But it just feels more... Like, I feel a little bit more like a grown-up for the first time in my life in the best way. Like, in the way where I'm like, mm-hmm. I know how to set boundaries. I have more money than I did, like, 10 years ago. So I can, like, do stuff where I'm like, yeah, let's go to Mexico. You know? I mean, that sounds lame. But, I mean, yep. it's the stuff that you want to be able to do. Like, I, you know, you you can generally do. Yep. Totally. I feel like that was a similar pattern for me of <laughs> 20s were chaos. 30s were the great unlearning and the <laughs> the great like getting to know myself and I'm not 40 yet but yeah inching closer and I can feel like how it's just like gets better and better yeah so I'm glad you feel that way and it's feeling good so far yeah it does feel good since my birthday falls on the day after Christmas I sometimes will plan something last year for my 40th I had just a handful of you know my closest best friends we just sat by the fire and had wine and it was like amazing but for the most part everyone's pretty tired after Christmas it's like right whether that's your holiday or not I mean the holidays in general December for whatever reason just has this momentum to it where I don't I don't feel I didn't feel like doing anything I usually so I've kind of like moved into a self-care day for myself um, and I have a couple of dear friends that have birthdays early January, late December also. And I'm like, let's just go have dinner and celebrate us. And, you know, I think, I guess I'm definitely 41, but I think the, the like, oh, I have to do something epic. I do that if I feel like it, but I, if I don't, I don't put the pressure on myself, you know? Yeah. Like, I think it's great to have fun and celebrate yourself, but you don't have to every time yep. in an epic way. I feel like epic for me is like, oh my gosh, I, I had my chart read and I did some yoga and I like slept in and snuggled my dog and like had breakfast with my parents. I'm like, that was epic. Yep. In such a beautiful, like simple, wholesome way. Yeah. Those are the best days. Going to the bar and partying can be fun sometimes too, but, (laughs) but also not. (laughs) My ex husband, who is a friend of mine still, he, I had told him, when we were, when I was 29, I was like, you know, I've never really been surprised. Like I've never, 
I usually find out like some something happens and like, you know, I've never had like a surprise party. I don't really like being surprised, first of all, but I also was like, yeah, we had we just had a conversation about it. So it was a couple days before Christmas or something. And or maybe it was on a different day. I can't remember, actually. But I was standing by the kitchen counter at my parents' house. And he was sitting next to my mom on the other side of the counter. And we were just chatting. I think we were getting ready for Christmas. So we were just like having a glass of wine in the kitchen, standing around. And my mom's phone was right on the counter, right in front of me. And all of a sudden it like buzzed. And I looked down and she had like her text alert, you know, to pop up. Yes. And he had just sent everyone a thing that says, don't forget Natalie's party is tomorrow at 7 I'm going to bring her there, whatever. I just stopped reading and I just went, shit. And I looked down and then he realized what had just happened. And he like, it was so, it was so sad because it was literally like the day before. Oh. And anyway, I showed up and he had invited like, I mean, it was so cool. It was the coolest party I've ever had for my 30th. It was like, I think there was probably like 50 people there. It was really fun. It was like this huge, like relatives and friends from high school and it was at that Republic bar in Seven Corners that I don't think is, I don't, I think that one closed, but they had this really cool side room and it was so fun. But I just remember being like, oh my gosh, this sucks. You know, like if you're the one planning, yep. I was fine, but like he wasn't, you know? Right, right. He had like an expectation and then it wasn't. Yeah. But it still had to be like a surprise to see who was there and how many and. Yeah. And Yeah. Yeah, no, that's I know. So I think that's the most epic (laughs) birthday probably that I've had. But I again, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the quiet ones. So yeah, yeah. same. Ah, well, here's to the forties. Woo hoo! Yay ha! Twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Here it is. It does feel a little different, but again, twenty twenty did. Like I went to that Oprah thing with my mom. In January of 2020. Do you remember when she was doing that oh my tour? Gosh. My mom yep. bought me a ticket because yep. she really wanted to go. And of course, like, I enjoy Oprah. So, I mean, I don't know if I would have bought myself a ticket, but I was like, of course, that sounds like an awesome thing to do with your mom. So, yep. we went in January to the big, what is it, the Excel Center in St. Paul. And it was packed and it was lots of Oprah fans. And that was January of 2020. So, everyone's like, yep. this is going to be the year. Right. You have all that energy. I signed up for a mastermind that was like a six months long, three months, like in person coaching this big thing. I'm like, this is the year because it was also my first year. I'd gone full time the November prior. So just a couple months prior. Yeah. And then it was not my year. No. <laughs> just tell no, you that. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Did not end up being my year. But this year. This year might be my year. Yeah, well, that's, I think we were talking privately before, like, not privately, but just off off the air that we both have started out this year feeling really good. And I think that that's, yeah. that's a good sign. Yeah, I feel much different than I did a year ago, which was I'm not a good, that was not my year either. But this year. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a slow, gradual incline. It's not like a, a race to the yep. top or whatever. You know, one thing that I, have been doing the past few years, I think. I mean, I would have to really think about that, but definitely have done it a few times before is to 
kind of build my momentum into the new year starting in December. Mm-hmm. For me, I have this built in, right? My birthday's on December 26th. So for me, it feels like a new year in a lot of ways, just because birthday and new year, like it, it's, yep. for some people, it's like, I don't really feel new year. Like, I'd rather start it at a different time. Great. Start your new year on July 1st. I actually know people that do that. But yep. for me, it's like kind of built in. But anyway, like this year, I stopped drinking alcohol on December 1st. I do that every year for two months. You know, it happened to fall on December this year, which is like the worst, worst one. But it it's fine. It's actually it just makes it a different <laughs> kind of challenge. But, you know, so there's like all this stuff that was kind of changing with my business and just the way I was feeling and all this stuff, like moving into the new year. So when the new year, the actual date hit, I felt like I had a little momentum going. So I would say, yeah, I would say I recommend that. I think it's kind of nice. That's exactly what I did too. I had to get all my work done by December 23rd, just that's when deadlines were. And I did. And then I intentionally set the 23rd to January 3rd to be absolutely no work, no talking about work, no thinking about work, no writing to-do lists, no email. And I kind of like shut the outside world out. I didn't really plan anything, schedule anything like social wise. I just wanted to just exist for a little bit. And it was so rejuvenating. That's amazing. Like I will be doing that at the midway point of the year for sure, if not maybe three times a year. It just really, really was fantastic. It sounds fantastic. However, even though I set those boundaries, I had two people text me Christmas Eve and Christmas Day about photo things. No. No. Yes. (laughs) So this goes back to like old episodes when we talk about boundaries where you can set the strongest boundaries, but people are still going to break them and it's just how you react. That's really hard. And it's odd. It's actually really odd. Like I think it takes an unusual person to do that because I feel like most people or myself as a consumer or a client of someone else's, I don't know if I would think to bother them during that time, but. Yeah. And just know, I know, I mean, these people are also celebrating, celebrating Christmas because I know them. So I, that's why it was more odd. I mean, if it was a different holiday, they had a different um, culture holiday. Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't be so much, but. I think even so, though, it is it's such a holiday like in our calendar, even if you don't celebrate, it's just one that you get off. Yeah. And I don't really. Yeah, I didn't really celebrate other than with my daughter later on in the day. But yeah, um, everything's closed. It's like the one day where you just nobody needs you for anything. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Not this, not last year. (laughs) That was about the only thing that I felt truly nurtured by during COVID was that I that first couple months, I could feel the release of like not being needed for anything. It was really yeah. for me, actually. I mean, I was not in an uncomfortable home situation, blah, 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 blah. Like I had a good environment to be in, but I felt like, oh my God, it's so nice that I don't have to do anything. That like overhanging need of like, oh, I have this to-do list and people are expecting these things from me. And yeah. It feels like that should be something that we make sure to do, you know? Uh-huh. Like really a true unplugging for a period of time, at least once a year. Yeah. I love that it was good. Yeah, thank you. And if you're nervous about it, you can set the tone well in advance, which is what I did. Mm. I just stopped scheduling things. I told people. I put away messages on. Yeah, I love that. I had a great experience too coming into the new year. I also realized that 
organizing what I'd like to work on or release or all of the above, like doing my New Year's kind of activities in early December. There's two mindsets that I think happen. One is the one I was in this year where I was like, all right, let's let's move into the new year with momentum, I guess. So I just feel clear. And like as a photographer, we're not working as much. So it's fun to like, there's other projects I wanted to work on. And it's just fun to feel better in my body and just be rested, all this stuff. But the other mindset that I've also been in is if you wait till midnight on January 1st, it turns into this like almost like a crutch kind of mindset where you're like, oh, I'll just eat all the things and drink all the things and not do anything because I'll start on January 1st. And it ends up being, Mm -hmm. it's great to indulge. I love indulging, but it ends up being this, like you put this tremendous amount of pressure on yourself yeah, and then you have no momentum and you're, you're piling on like diet things and exercise things and work things and sleep habits. You're like everything that you want to change. You're like, I'll do it on the new year. And it's like, that's probably why people hate the new year because they get so overwhelmed. Yep. I always think about like seasons outside of our culture and our, what the calendar says, like we have seasons of life, like, you know, winter, spring, summer, fall, and winter season for me is it should be a slow season. Yeah. It should be a going inwards, hibernating. When you think about nature and what nature does in winter, it's that. But then we have this holiday right smack dab in the middle where you're like supposed to be the most energized and focused and devoted yeah. <laughs> to your goals. And it like, sometimes I don't feel that. So having kind of a game plan in place prior so that you can kind of ease into it and then you can just give it like a slow burning growing energy so that when things pick up again you're like ready to go a thousand percent yeah yeah you've kind of built the habit a little bit and you're yeah you can build on it too like I said like I stopped with alcohol on December 1st and then I I started this other business projects like maybe like the next week and then like you know you can kind of like slowly work in all the stuff so you're not overwhelming yourself and then you you get a sense of how you're feeling by new year's which is to me like a (laughs) way more fun feeling than like just having the weight of all this stuff that I'm supposed to do yeah and also if you're listening to this and you feel like you've messed up all of your goals already you can start over right now start over yeah you can make new year's every day I mean, maybe that's not productive, but you know what I mean? Right. Something that works for me, because sometimes I get overwhelmed with have to do things in an order and this is my goal and I need it done by this time is I'll like write out my goals, but then I'll work on what feels the best first. So like Mm. if cleaning my junk drawer that day is what really has me feeling like excited, that's what I'll do that day because then I'll get it done the most efficiently and it'll get done and And then tomorrow it might be like trying out organizing my email list, you know. I'm so in that boat with you uh, just on everything. Yeah. I used to be really specific about my work blocks, exactly what I was going to work on when. And now they're just work blocks. And I know what I want to get done that day. But I'm like, do I want to do this first or this first? Because, man, it's so much more fun to do stuff when you feel like it. It really, really helps. Not that sometimes you have to just do it. But, you know, I get what you're saying. Well, let's just wrap this up and we'll answer our question on the next episode because we got a couple questions in for phototherapy. Sounds great. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you.
you. And happy new year to everyone. Hopefully uh, you're starting things off feeling good. And if you want to submit us a question to answer on an upcoming podcast, that's photo related or whatever. I mean, generally they're photo business related, but just write to helpdesk at photobusinesshelp.com and you can title it phototherapy. That's helpdesk at photobusinesshelp.com. We'll be back soon. Bye. Yay. Bye. A quick reminder that you can submit a question to us by sending an email to helpdesk at photobusinesshelp.com. That's helpdesk at photobusinesshelp.com. And just title the email phototherapy or phototherapy question so we know what it is and we don't accidentally skip over it. And we will get to it in an upcoming episode of the show. That's helpdesk at photobusinesshelp.com. If you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats to get 50% off your first year. One final, final reminder, if you're still listening and you'd like to try digging in a little bit more deeply into yourself, what makes you tick and your business, and maybe try and figure out what needs to be released or changed to make your business grow and thrive and to make you happier as the business owner, check out one of my one-on-one tarot readings for businesses. They are about 45 minutes. They're done one-on-one privately over Zoom and offer you the opportunity to dig a little deeper and really understand what you need most and tap into your own wisdom. So check that out. You can go to photobusinesshelp.com forward slash tarot, T-A-R-O-T, to learn a little bit more about how all of it works and to pick a slot and sign up. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.